0: another Another world another another time
1: time. in the age of wonder you are listening to trial by stone
0: trial by stone dea tea dera tea your vital essence of the dark crystal kida kida come come see for yourself Aru Garu, how very uh, interesting! Teia, Teia, I feel the song of Thra in my heart. Now go, you heroes of Thra!
1: Hello and welcome to Trial by Stone, the Dark Crystal podcast. I'm your host, Phil,
2: and I'm Sydney.
1: And welcome back to a new episode of the podcast. Um, as we, as always, that we've have been doing for the past couple of episodes now, uh, celebrating uh, all things Dark Crystal and also with the convention that happened. Um, as of this recording, it was almost like a, a month ago. It was um, that more it than all a happened. month ago now. More yeah. than a month ago now. It's, it's how time flies. Uh, so, of course, uh, we've got with us a special guest, um, Zay, who was the, the main organizer from Thamescon. Uh, behind the Great Conjunction. Um, Zay, thank you so much for being on the show with us.
3: Oh, well, thanks so much for having me. I'm not sure, you know, when you said special guest, everyone was probably thinking, oh, <laughs> which exciting celebrity have you got on here? Sorry, guys, it's just me. <laughs> it's no one special really. It's already. just Zay. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, I'm all you know, chatting about the Great Conjunction. Now, you don't really want to hear any more about it, do you guys? <laughs> <laughs> um, Absolutely false me yeah. <laughs>
2: <Because Yeah. laughs> tell you what like it is so many people like the outpouring of messages that are still just like i can't believe it's been a month like i still i haven't unpacked yet like i haven't gotten my sea legs back like i'm still <laughs> i'm still feeling it like i i was one of the lucky few who was already in the correct time zone and i still feel like wow like a month it's already like only a few like a week until Christmas now and the great conjunction was a month ago and yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah wild. it's wild, but we're, but we're still very much there in our minds and hearts. It's still happening.
1: Yeah. It's uh yeah. It's just been, yeah. It's surreal times. Um, that's for sure. So yeah, no, it's, it, it was great to, yeah. Ha- have you on the show? Cause, um, I know like we, like, we want to have you back on. I mean, cause I guess, you know, one of the things that I actually wanted to know, um, I guess, you know, how did it all came about with trying to plan, you know, for this, for the second great conjunction? Um, I know of course, you know, you had the first one back in 2020 and, you know, that all seemed, it went really well, like, it, uh, for, you know, the very first Star Crystal convention. And of course things, you know, happened with COVID and whatnot. And of course, you know, where, where did it came to mind about, you know, Oh, you know, I, I want to do this again, but, do it in a bigger style let's do it in la you know go go full on with um to celebrate um the dark crystal and and especially with coinciding with the thought the 40th anniversary of the film as well so so yeah that's one of those things yeah i just love to know like how, how it all sort of came about for you zay
3: yeah do you know what uh the day after elstree was the day that i thought I would really love to do this in the States. And it's because, you know, I you know I do love Dark Crystal so much and I really have so much love for the Dark Crystal fans. And on the lead up to the Elstree event, I had a lot of people um, from the States that were saying, you know, we wish we could come for this, please bring it over. You know and everyone wants it in their own state, of course they do. And, yes. and I was like, and I and I kind of joked, I think, with maybe Stephen Garlick and Lisa Maxwell at the event saying, Wouldn't it be so much fun to do like a dark crystal tour of America? Could you imagine <laughs> just like chucking in all of the guests into a big bus, into a yeah. boat, and just driving literally from like state to state? Each weekend and doing like little mini, you know, conjunctions. I just thought, yeah, yeah that sounds so fun, but not massive, not massively practical. And uh, yeah, so I'd kind of been having it in my mind, and then after, you know, Elstree, and we pulled it all together, and it was really magical, and it was, you know, and everyone really enjoyed it, and I really enjoyed it. Literally, the next day, I was kind of already emailing. Lisa and Stephen, a few others going, you sure, know, I really, if I can do it, I'd absolutely love to bring something similar to the States to make it uh, accessible because I, I appreciate that not everyone can travel, Um, you know, can afford to or is physically able to. So to, to try and bring it a bit closer to people and, um, you know, we we're not america is a massive place yes, yeah. <laughs> so
0: normally, yes
3: yes it is so unless we were to do that kind of traveling circus thing um you know people are always still going to have to travel but just to bring it that little bit closer and then of course we had the the pandemic and we all know what happened there and, and delaying everything and then it just happened to be kind of a happy coincidence that it, it delayed it long enough for it to be the full 40 years yeah, yeah. so yes, uh, yeah. i was like "Well, okay well then you know if we're gonna do it and we're gonna do like a 40 year bash we should probably do it um you know in in la and if we can if we can combine having some sort of element at the jim henson company which i know for a lot of people would be the only opportunity they'd get to go there you know it's not something yes, you yeah. could necessarily okay they do pop it up and, and you know and they do their own events but that's not often and and I thought well yeah maybe if that's that could be a good opportunity to have an element there and also I really loved the idea of doing some sort of dark crystal museum and you know as I'm sure like most of the listeners know because there's a lot of people that do create and sculpt and fabricate themselves that um you know the puppets—they're old. You know the ones from the film—they're—they're they're over 40 years old. They're brittle. They certainly can't travel very far. Literally taking them down the road to the to the Hilton was probably about as far as they could physically get, and that I think the people from the Creature Shop would have been comfortable with because they're very precious. So that was the other kind of driving force of thinking I'm going to do it in um, in LA because. Because I wanted to be able to to have those puppets and to be able to showcase them and bring them again to as many people as possible. So, yeah, thinking about it a long time, but actually, logistically, I started putting it together in July of this year. So probably about four and a half, five month turnaround.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. Is- about you
3: know which is which is i had nine months to plan the first one and that was a lot smaller so this is certainly much quicker but it helped that i already uh you know i had the contacts and you know you you guys that could help and (laughs) and had that kind of a bit more of that community behind me helping out so yeah that that was kind of how it worked out
2: so quite quite a process quite a like definitely seed planted really early on. Do you think that if it weren't for the the pandemic and, well, the darkening, as we like to call it, um, it might have happened a little sooner? Or do you think you still- oh, It would have it
3: happened the next year. I mean, I, that was my plan to do, to, to have it in 2021. So I, I would have just, I wasn't, at that point, I wasn't even thinking, let's wait for the anniversary. I was like, you know, this is great. This is, this was- Let's do it, you know, while we're all in the clapping mood and people can can travel and you know feel up to it. We can see that um, you know, obviously Mike Edmonds wasn't able to join us because of his health. And for some of them, you know, traveling is really difficult. And um, you know, there's some cast members who who now aren't in the in the best of health. So and I always think that well while people are up for it, let's let's do it.
2: Yeah. Jump at the opportunity while you have it. Uh, But I mean, it is, uh, if we can look at the bright side of something as immense as (laughs) the darkening that we had, I think it did work out very beautifully that it landed on the 40th anniversary because there was so much more to, um, more reason to celebrate uh, the fact that we got to have the big, you know, plaque unveiling tie in with, with our event, um, Forgive me for calling it our event, I. <laughs> but uh, it really feels like our, you know, because we were all there, and it felt like such a big joining of the family. You know, I I think of it like our our event in the way that like it's something that we all shared, but. Um, oh, I don't absolutely. mean in any way to take yeah, away from the fact that this is definitely like Queen Zay's, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Zay's <laughs> when the everyone mama. Says,
3: Yeah, no, whenever <laughs> anyone says like your event, I'm like our event, our. And I, I yeah. always say wow. our because, you know, like they say, it takes a village and, um, and it wouldn't exist without the community. You know, if people weren't out there to come to this, to buy tickets, to support, to share on social media, I've said this loads of time, you know, you don't people don't realize the impact they make to a small business um and to these sorts of events uh, even just one share and one like it means you know the world to us and because people have obviously supported the great Conjunction, and you guys and you know the fan community it's it's really appreciated and it makes these things possible the more you support the more we do mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> so what would you say was the most important like mission that you had when you set out to have this event in Los Angeles and it looked like it was actually going to happen you had a venue locked in the wheels were turning what was like your main objective of like if nothing else we have to have like this is what I want people to come away from this event with like this is what I want them to remember this is what has to happen what would you say was like at the top of that list for you?
3: You know what? I'm a really like I'm a really all or nothing kind of person. Yeah. It can be and multiple things. Yeah. <laughs> and I yeah, I think it was it was everything. I was like, I want everything for the fans. I thought, what well, you know, what are the what are the hundred things that I want? And and anything else that I can think of. Let's not leave any stone unturned. Anything we can do, let's do, you know, we can have a dark crystal. You know, I thought it'd be great to have the museum. That was like one of the big things. Uh, obviously, the workshops are really important to me because it's something that we really, you know, at Thamescon, we pride ourselves on doing the workshops and giving people experience that, you know, we wouldn't necessarily be able to get at other conventions. So being able to do like puppetry workshops and the writers workshop and the illustration workshop and all these things where you can, I want people to feel like they've learned something that they can go away with, bit of knowledge or um a new skill and that that's always really important so that's always very high on the list for any of my kind of ThamesCon um events and just you know giving people something that like I said before that they just couldn't get um on a normal on a normal convention. So things like the Jim Henson Company was amazing. And then very early on, I mean, soon as people, you know, and Stephen Garlick and Brian Mill both said to me, oh, when did you, you know, when did you come up with the idea for doing, like, the reading? Because obviously we had, I'm sure we'll, we'll get on to talking about that, that fabulous yeah. reading that they both did. And I had that idea from as soon as I knew that Stephen could still do the gen voice and that Brian could still do the... dying master voice when i'd spoken to them both independently and was like monkey sing dance do the voices and they could (laughs) i was like right when i get you two in the same place that's happening and it's just little things like that that you know it's a bit like brian um, proud says about you know the fairies um you know, telling him where to draw the lines and stuff like that. I'm kind of the same. I don't know if it's the fairies or the fizz gigs or something in my head just tells me dark crystal things like this would be cool. Do this. (laughs) Maybe do that. and (laughs) Maybe just being a fan.
2: (laughs) Yeah. those The fairies and fizz gigs are kind of um, in a lot of ways us and all of the other fans in the community who you have gone out of your way to reach out to during this whole process. Like, I I have been going to San Diego Comic Con for a few years now, and I get their spam emails. Um, never do we get things from them that are like, "Hey, what would you like to see at next year's event?" Like, I I know they have at um, a lot of Comic Con events, they'll have like a panel at the end of the uh, of the whole event where people have the ability to come and like give feedback, but. That's the closest thing to like an interactive, like tailored to the fans, like listening to feedback and then doing what has been asked sort of experience that something big like Comic-Con has. But with the the Zaynab experience, <laughs> I remember all the way back, it feels like even last year, <laughs> you were sticking sort of your toes in the water all over the place, everywhere, sort of getting a feel for like, what do people want already? You're not just like, here's what I want and I'm gonna go after what I want. Like clearly you have your own mission statement, but it's clearly very important to you to reach out and ask all of the individual human people who are going to be buying the tickets, going to be going to the events, like what do you want to see? I can't even tell you how many times, just from my own personal experience, you reached out to me and you were like, what do you think about this? And you don't get that with a lot of other <laughs> entertainment companies. <laughs> like that is not something well, maybe, that really yeah, Maybe happens.
3: that's where they're, you know, going wrong. It's market research 101. And I'm quite, I'm quite sneaky, you're right? In Sydney about, and maybe that you're right. The fairies are probably the community in the back <laughs> of my head because, uh, you know, on I'm Part of a lot of the groups and obviously crystal shard and i see what everyone's talking about and i'm very astute so i might be lurking and stalking and seeing what people are saying and talking about it. and then i think it's really important to uh, yeah to sense check your ideas with the rest of the community you know i might have a good idea and then think well i'd like that but i know if i ask you know i focus group it a little bit workshop it a bit and everyone else goes oh, yeah, that sounds awesome. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. It's not just me then. And it might be that my idea needs tweaking a bit. And, you know, one of you guys be like, okay, yeah, but I'm not sure about that, but try that. So, and I think that I would say that to anyone in business, in life, in anything, that if you're going to, you know, create something for a a community, for a fandom, (laughs) ask them what they want. The same with TV and film, but we're not going to get into that because I know there's a lot going on at the moment. But, you know, just... Don't ignore your fans. it's like you know it's it's never gonna give a good experience. so yeah, I think it's always really important to see see what everyone thinks and get people's ideas and make it you know the best that it could be, but certainly i I because it was the fortieth anniversary i I wanted I just wanted everything and when um when Cheryl Henson kind of got involved and and told us that you know that we could essentially have the uh, dark crystal clothing collection and I was like I was like oh I'm in an ring because I was like oh well we you know this is coming late in the day and I'm already on the budget and this is going to be quite a lot more money and oh and I was like oh but when do you get the chance to see that and so again I was like and I know that you know I was like I'm going to appreciate it and then I again I asked a few people probably asked you guys it's like okay that's damn cool like okay we're going to break the budget here but it's once in a lifetime and and it was, and I think it was really worth it, but, um, yeah, sometimes I can get a bit carried away.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, so I guess that was probably like one of the big moments, I guess, you know, where, you know, this dark crystal museum was, you know, might've just started off being, Oh, you know, just be some, you know, sculptures and some things, you know, from the film and, and the TV show. But then when Cheryl came in, you know, it's, Oh, you know, how about we bring out the, the dark crystal collection range that sort of like it probably expanded, the um the museum much more than probably what you anticipated yeah or originally yeah, had in it, mind yeah
3: it wasn't going to be the actually the clothing collection wasn't going to be in the museum we were going to do a fashion show so the original idea yes. <laughs> was to have models and to have people wear them and have their hair done and their makeup and then they would come out do the little catwalk and then cheryl would kind of talk through the pieces however we then thinking about this again, thinking about the fans and what people might want to see is then having to put them on mannequins and do all that kind of thing. We couldn't do both, and we just felt that actually, um, if people were going to want to look at them, touch you know, not touch them, but get up kind of close and personal with them, take pictures, look at the textures, and you wouldn't have been able to do that. It would have they would have walked on and walked off, and you wouldn't really be able to kind of take them in and absorb them so plus the schedule was so jam-packed
2: already by the end of it the schedule was so ridiculous again that was
3: that's that's the whole like over-ambitious thing I'm talking about and I apologize I always have a a ridiculous but I just have to throw everything at it and then you know
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean it worked out beautifully but I think you made the ultimate like a the brilliant call to make it Uh, Rather than the fashion show, but to be able to put it up in a room that everyone could go and see at their leisure, (laughs) so that no matter what their schedule was, they weren't going to miss it because potentially like if it had been a scheduled event, like yes it would have been beautiful it would have been iconic everyone who saw it would have been like wow that's unforgettable. But then it would have been over and there's a good chance that a lot of people wouldn't have caught it because they were, oh, if I go see that, I'm going to miss this other thing that I can't miss. Or I have a workshop scheduled for that time. Or, you know, I was getting lunch because the rest of my day was so busy. So I feel like the fact that it was at any point in your day, no matter what your schedule was, you could take a minute to go up those stairs and see all of those things whenever you were free, that they were just there the entire time was so cool it was like it was sort of a nice little relaxing home base too like anytime you were able to catch a breather like you know what I'm gonna take a break from the chaos and just go step and hang in the museum for a couple of minutes and just ah, like look where I am like it was pretty phenomenal the way that it turned out actually it was a beautiful balance
3: of like excitement and chill (laughs) I actually never got to see the museum so Once it was uh, yeah, finished? Once it was finished. So I saw things being brought in and I saw, you know, when the clothing collection came in, I got really emotional. And I, yeah, so I saw things being brought in and I walked up to the museum door for, a, you know, for a purpose to help with something and then and then whisked away. And then only right at the end of the event, I was like, I never got to go and look at the museum. <laughs> I'm living, you know, and actually there's a lot of things I didn't get to do, which I'm I'm okay with because I'm living vicariously through all of you guys, through all of the fans. So please, I absolutely loved all of your photos. Please, please keep keep posting photos, loads and loads of photos. Tag us in all your photos. I love to see them. Um, and I know that our you know our videographer got some some great footage of the museum, so I will get to see it and enjoy it. But um, yeah, I didn't realise that at the end, and I was like, oh. Damn it. <laughs> but I did get to see the clothing up close. And I have to say, you know, it was the clothing collection was really, really, really stunning. All of the stuff was stunning. But, you know, being able to to look at it up close and, and see all of the detail. And, and again, people just wouldn't have been able to do that if we'd done it like a fashion show. You wouldn't have been able to get so close that you could see like the stitching and and how they've done it. And and I think to be in the presence of, you know. Um, Jim Henson's waistcoat that also made me feel quite emotional because it's like that was made for Jim you know we wouldn't be here without Jim he wore that and I thought that was very special yeah
2: that was incredible that moment uh at the the party at the Henson Studios when all three of the Henson sisters were standing next to each other and they shared with us that you know if you like what we're wearing (laughs) these are actually you know heirlooms from our parents and to cap that off with you know showing that Lisa was wearing Jim Henson's jacket and that you know and she's walking around meeting people and it was really like she was carrying his spirit with her you know in in so many ways um so it was that was just there were so many little moments like that we were just like wow I cannot believe this is reality like I would say Phil, in my experience, was like kind of a hybrid of getting to go as guests, but also working because we were very much like busy <laughs> and doing stuff the entire night. Yeah, <laughs> um, but, but we did get a taste of that sort of um, just getting to be there and breathe it in as, as a guest as well, but for, for you, Zay, I imagine it was probably just on another level compared to just... a a regular old attendee buying a ticket and coming in and walking into it for you it was like not what what it must that be like to be like look around and absorb it and be like wow i i did this (laughs) like is was there any of that is there any of that sort of feeling of like i can't believe i made this happen i can do anything
3: like what's that like Um yeah, I don't know. I think in the in the convention weekend itself, it's very much like survival mode. I'm I'm always running on very little sleep and very little food, and I was quite jet-lagged as well. So um, I will say that I've never, ever been so tired in my whole life. I've never worked so hard in my whole life. <laughs> yeah. um, So I think I was probably a little bit on another planet from just being overtired, but at the time... You know, as a sort of an event organiser, and I'm sure any event organiser would say the same, you are very much like, this is the mission, this is what we need to do, and you're very focused on that. And I think for the whole of Saturday, and Saturday is always one of those funny days where if things are going to go wrong, they do, they will, you get the teething issues that you need to fix, you learn a lot, what do you need to tweak, where where are their problems? And, you know, no events, perfect. So you're just kind of on high alert for all of that. So Saturday was super intense. I think for all of us, wasn't it really, you know, really intense. It really was. Yeah. (laughs) And, and then, and then obviously we had the, the party, which was then I think really nice for me because it was a lot more, yeah, it was more chilled and, there was a lot less for me to have to do because it had already already kind of been done and I had the the support from um Sunweaver, which is an incredible um sort of production company in California who did all the kind of the staging and the lighting and had done all the logistics for me for the party. So big shout out to them they they were great and really helped out because there was no way I was going to be able to set up for a party and run a convention <laughs> day at the same time so so they were grateful for that kind of setup and then you know everything was kind of good to go so i could sit back and enjoy the entertainment so the the reading the song the plaque reveal and at that moment you know like you said um sydney having all the hensons sort of Sisters together. That was yeah. That was that. That felt weighty. That felt very special, and really yeah, really very momentous when they kind of brought out the the plaque. But I, I think it never really. I don't think I ever get that feeling of wow, look at me. I did all of, you know, I arranged all of this, and <laughs> or just that you're I in am. it. I'm part of this. <laughs> wow, I'm
2: part of this. I guess is a better yeah, way to phrase that's, it.
3: That's like... yeah, exactly. I think that's the way that it is for me. Is that I just. I just enjoy it, but I'm, I'm enjoying it because everyone else is enjoying it too. So I look around, I see everyone's, you know, if people are enjoying themselves, if they're happy and I kind of feed off that. And I really like that too. So, yeah. And I knew that that was kind of going to be, yeah, definitely the, the highlight of my career and probably my life, to be honest, you know, my, my life's work, I think being able to bring this event to America and to, to be able to to do everything that we did. And I think it was very fortuitous. Everything just slotted into place quite nicely. And that was, you know, a really lovely evening at the party.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It just all worked really well. And and I guess especially like um, you know, having sort of uh the Jim Henson company sort of involved um in aspects with with the great conjunction, um, which is sort of, yeah, I guess like a nice addition to sort of had, had them sort of involved in some way, you know. Of course, you know this is a convention. You know, there's made by fans and run by fans, but it was actually nice to sort of um, sit, just see them in, in, on board in in some capacity here and there. So, which is which is really great. Um, especially, you know, just seeing um, you know, especially like seeing like Lisa Henson or Cheryl, you know, Haley, you know, just on the floor, just you know, walking around, or um, especially doing the you know the signings um, uh, during the day. So, yeah, it was just, it was great to sort of yeah.
2: Heather was to them amazing about, too, yeah. by the way. Like I yeah. have to shout out like the fact that Heather was literally just a guest or just a, an attendee rather in so many ways. Yes. <laughs> she, yeah. would, she would just go out and be a nerd like the rest of us and, you know, was going and supporting all the vendors and just going and watching the, the panels and just stopping to talk to people. And she was introducing herself as though we, we didn't know who she was. <laughs> that was always my favorite because she wasn't the only one who did that there were like so many guests who would just introduce themselves as if we wouldn't know (laughs)
0: like yeah
2: "Yeah." oh i'm toby by the way yeah i know (laughs) (laughs)
0: um
2: and heather was no exception to that where you know she she was in the front row of our quiz show um yes heather heather came and sat in the very front and um there, it, that was uh, not too distracting of course <laughs> to stop and go no. oh my god there's a henson in the front row of and i'm on a st- yeah. what is happening what is my life well, right I, I didn't
1: know about it till till the end really yeah, yeah so i was just like yeah. <laughs>
2: and then she came up and wanted to like take selfies with us and she's like oh i'm heather yeah. henson by the way and i'm like yeah <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for letting me know i wouldn't yeah. I have no idea um yeah were there were there any particular moments for you zay where you felt like I, I mean, I know it was a whole whirlwind for you, but if there was a moment over the course of that weekend where you were just like, wow, this is happening. How crazy is this? Like just mind blowing. I'm sure there I mean, were several. Yeah,
3: probably the, so you, uh, you mentioned on your, your last um, podcast about when does the, when does the kind of, Convention start, and for me, it kind of started on the plane because James and Joe were there, and we spent literally the the whole 11 hour flight standing in the middle of a plane talking about Dark Crystal. And all the people around us on the plane were definitely getting annoyed. They were like, Shut up, sit down, Too bad. We were like, no, we're, Deal we're with excited. It. This is it now. You know, the fans have been brought together. This is the great conjunction. You know, we're all making yeah. our mystics, you know, pilgrimage to the castle. <laughs> so leave us be. Yeah. <laughs> Mad guys deal with it (laughs) um and uh and then yeah and then thursday was very kind of like logistics and friday but then you know we had everyone meet up on, um, on the friday evening as we were kind of you know we were all still kind of working putting the museum together dipping in and out of kind of preparing for everything but then also you know meeting the guests and and that was really nice as well so that's that's kind of when i think yeah the friday evening it was like a soft opening if you like but yeah very much on the saturday morning it's always the the kind of where you're just about to open the doors and you're like right this is it now guys this this is really yeah. real this is happening but people are it's coming a point in of no
1: return you know <laughs> and that
3: first sort of wave is so like what's everyone gonna think and you feel very kind of stressed but it was really it's always really important to me to me to kind of station myself somewhere very visible so that people can ask me questions or I can deal with problems or I can help people and it was also a real pleasure to be like on the information desk for quite a long time but greeting people's convention and there were people that were like oh you say I recognize your voice from your your Instagram live I'm like yes welcome to the event <laughs> nice to see you and it was yeah lovely to kind of to kind of personally greet as many fans as I possibly could and welcome them to the event and thank them for coming. Um, yeah, it was was really nice. But uh yeah, the whole thing, the whole thing was very was very surreal in the moment over the weekend. And you really it takes a long time to kind of you guys probably felt the same, you're kind of in a bit of a dreamland and you've got to decompress and take it all in. And that's why it's so nice seeing people sharing. Stuff on social media or emailing us, however you want to kind of let us know how you got on. Um, yeah, it's lovely. You know, leaving reviews on the Facebook page is so nice. It's nice to see that and um, that people had a people had a good experience. So um, yeah, that that for me is really nice. Where I've kind of been able to have some sleep and have some food, get a couple of my brain cells back, and be like. Oh, now I can reflect <laughs> on a weekend. <laughs> yeah,
2: or in or in your case, uh, decompress at Disneyland the next.
3: day. <laughs> That's yeah, how I, I do it. Was kind of. Uh, I don't think I decompressed till I got back to the UK because I think I was still on like excited mode because it was, it was like Disneyland and you were there and and I was there and we were still like in kind of this dark crystal fun bubble. Yeah, exactly. This kind of buzzy bubble um in yeah, until kind of coming back in the UK and then, you know, reality comes comes in pretty quickly. <laughs>
2: that was one of the coolest parts. It didn't start when the event started it started before that and it didn't end when the doors closed it kept going and in many ways it still is like that's why we're here look at us right now like
1: (laughs) yeah i know it's all podcasting about the great conjunction and yeah no it's been great having some uh fans especially with fran and hannah and joe who've been on um previously and and i think you know it is something definitely plan on probably having more um fans you know people that went to the great conjunction to talk about it because i think as i probably mentioned you know everyone's got a great conjunction story like you know there's because we all had you know very different experiences you know whether we we were involved with the convention or if we just came in as fans or you know of all the different panels that were happening at the same you know that you know some went to and the others went to and all that kind of stuff so um yeah so it's been a lot of fun actually just covering all that and um yeah, I think it's just something we're just going to continue covering for quite some time. So, know um, which has been fantastic. So, yeah, yeah. the
2: three suns have not come apart just yet. They're still, <laughs> they're still aligned. It's still yeah.
3: happening. Well, yeah, we're we're kind of we're within that anniversary now, and you know we're we're doing our best to stretch it out to twenty twenty three because we've got our Dark Crystal theater show that we're doing in the UK. Um, yes, for 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 anyone you know, anyone that wants to. Join us. It doesn't have to be here. People want to fly in. I think some people uh, they say might fly over from Germany. That's that's very lovely. All welcome. But uh, yeah, that's just kind of my way of, I don't want this party to end. And I want another, you know, I want another excuse for the fans to get together. The people that were at the event, you know, we can reminisce For people that weren't. Let's just catch up about, you know, other Dark Crystal stuff that's happening. Tell me what you want, come and chat to me. I mean, these kind of things are a really good time for people just to come and talk to me and tell me, you know, what, what they do want to see. You know, you can see, see now, fans, that I listen, I do listen <laughs> the best that I can. Um, you know, I mean, if someone wants to fund the traveling circus or oh, for the dark crystal, yeah. then I'm I'll do it. We'll do it. <laughs> the, yeah. the guests are up for it, I've chatted to them.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So for the, you have the, the screening coming up now to celebrate the anniversary. So that that was a really sort of lovely surprise um, because I know over here in the States, we had the Fathom events showing, which obviously that's, it's always a cool thing to see the film on the big screen. Like just the fact that I can go to the movie theater and see like, oh, they're playing Black Panther and oh, the Dark Crystal, like it's very surreal um and then having the you know and it was really cool like it was um it was really cool seeing the nice little slideshow that they had put together beforehand and the little message from lisa henson but you know i did feel bad for you know people who were not in the states i was like you know everybody should be able to celebrate this especially since i feel like there's so many dark crystal fans in the uk comparatively um Mm. so it's really cool that you were able to like put that together was that something you had had in your mind for a while
3: or was it kind of like a you know let's do this uh, I'd I'd had it in my mind since April and I wanted to do I was like oh it would be really cool I, I was like thinking I haven't seen it in the theater um, and I'd like to but that's you know, so selfishly I you know I was thinking oh yeah I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that and I, I think there are probably some Dark Crystal fans that might like to do that too and I'd started chatting to a couple of my local theatres but it just it just wasn't making financial sense and it's so weird to like rent a theatre in the UK it costs more more than double than what you would you would charge for tickets so why would you you know why would you just rip people off and I guess if you were having like a birthday party and you were just putting it on for people and you know you had deep pockets whatever um but it just wasn't really it just wasn't really making any sense and then um and then I kind of like thought, well, you know, we a few a few of our kind of indie theatres have been showing The Dark Crystal. I know that Tobias and some of the other people from the other fans from the community had gone to see it. They did like a random showing at a theatre, so it does pop up in the UK now and then, uh, which is which is good. And we've got another. Uh, there's a Prince Charles Theatre in London. Um, so for anyone listening, that's a great theatre to kind of keep an eye on because they do lots of uh, showings. They do Q&As as well. They do some cool stuff. But and what they've done is they've done like a, a fantasy night where they showed The Dark Crystal, Labyrinth, NeverEnding Story, Willow. But it was overnight. And I thought, well, I don't really want to spend my night in a cinema. And, and And actually, I don't really want to watch all those films back to back. I want to watch one and then, like, think about it and enjoy enjoy. I don't want to just, you know, go straight to the next film. So for me, I wasn't loving that idea. Anyway, so I was just getting really jealous of The Fathom and that everyone was going to see it. And I was like, well, I'm going to see if we can make this a thing. Um, very quick turnaround. And then I thought, well, instead of speaking to a cinema, why don't I go to like a local like art center or something like independent theater? So I went and spoke to my my local art centre, and I knew that they do, did um, like stage productions. They they do some amazing Christmas stage productions. They were like, yeah, we can we can also show movies too. So I was like, yeah, great. And so we've kind of this this event is like a community event, and being able to just not just to go and just see the Dark Crystal in this in the theatre, but to see. it with as many Dark Crystal fans as possible. So we're all there a bit, again, like The Great Conjunction, bringing the fans together. We can have that kind of shared experience. We can feel the magic in the room. We get to mingle a bit together. You know, we're, go- we're doing a Q&A. We might have some other little fun things planned. So it's going to be a fab you know, afternoon, evening, for anyone that can join us. We're going to have a great time. We're going to have some fun. and. Yeah, and I just can't wait to see it on the big screen. I'll probably get emotional, uh, especially if you know we're all together. And yeah, I just I just can't wait. And I think to be able to the, to watch the film and then to talk to some of the people that made the film and really be like, so now that that's refreshed your memory, <laughs> let's talk. Let's talk about it in detail. Yeah, and seeing it on the big screen
2: for Fathom was my first time watching the film after having done the Great Conjunction so which I'm sure was the case for a lot of people like in the past month they maybe you know hadn't necessarily had a chance to watch the movie yet since since the big event but you know for me seeing that film after having gone to the Great Conjunction and having that event it put it in such a new like beautiful context like it just had all these extra layers now of like, what I was emotionally going through as I'm watching the film now that I had this new context of this experience that I had just had a month prior. And, you know, seeing even just like w- sitting there and watching the end credits and looking at all the names of the people that I had just had these incredible experiences with and like conversations and taken selfies with, have autographs from. And I was like, how many other people right now are like, Are doing that this month like watching this movie not necessarily on the big screen but or just went home and watched it after the event and saw it through new eyes because now it's like the whole world was different because these are people that are like family to me now in so many ways um so i feel like you know have either of you guys had the chance to watch the film yet at all since since the event or well
1: <clears throat> yeah well that's the thing um i went to the um the Astor theater and I actually screened the film i think a couple of months before the great conjunction so that might have been i think in september um so i haven't actually watched it since but it is something like it, it is something i probably should actually get on to like actually seeing it you know just having with the great conjunction in mind and you know everything that happened on that weekend and and watching it now yeah, get comfy
2: like put um, yeah, your pajamas on turn the lights exactly off, yeah and like yeah watch on the 4k on and
1: yeah <laughs> yeah 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 so yeah no nah, so I, I need i i probably need to do that <laughs> that's you get sure, that yeah. new
3: appreciation for it. i think you're so you're so right sydney and i've I feel this way. Every time I see a film where I've done an event and, you know, met a lot of the cast and crew, or they've told us, like, funny stories about how a line was ad-libbed. But also, if you look really closely at that, you can see someone's hand, and and then you watch it again, and you... it's like watching the film for the first time again. You you appreciate it even more. You notice so much more. You find yourself giggling because you heard that story. And you think, oh, that's when this happened. That's the time when Brian Mill really needed to pee, and they had to cut the whole scene, and it cost them a fortune. You know, it's all these like little funny things. So I'm not gonna watch the film again until the theater showing because I'm gonna I'm gonna wait and um and then yeah, I'm gonna I'm really looking forward to yeah experiencing that.
2: I gotta say the the dying master scene, watching that on the film after having seen the live reading at the Henson party was just like, I was a wreck. I was so <laughs> much, I was like, oh my God. Like I love it in the movie, obviously it's spectacular. Clearly it's a beautiful scene, but now having seen it like live, with the context of it having been 40 years and what these two men have gone through in their lives and careers and the fact that they didn't perform it in the same room when they did it for the film. But we got to see them perform it on the same stage, breathing the same air, reading these lines together very theatrically, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like a like a live production was just like, and then watching it in the film again on the big screen was just like, Wow, it's it's wild. It it was just it's indescribable. <laughs> it's it's such a cool moment. Um and and I know everybody has talked about it that we've that we've recapped the event with, but it was so like silent and
1: yeah, just a pin drop moment <laughs> for
2: the sounds of like sniffling, like ambient sniffling. Yeah, I think everyone
0: was <laughs> like holding
3: their breath <laughs> almost. It was like Yeah, oh, yeah. like just and then you know and that's the great thing and that's what you want you want everyone just to kind of be like listening intently and watching it and yeah yeah, in
1: a trance yeah
3: yeah Yeah, (laughs) very magical
2: yeah but sort of the downside of the fathom uh, event is that because it was so many theaters spread out across the entire country at different dates uh, well different time zones rather and uh, you know I'd heard a lot of people you know, commenting in the groups and stuff, like when I went to my Fathom showing, I was the only person in the theater or there were only like two or three other parties in the theater because it's not like all the Dark Crystal fans are in one city. We now know better than anybody. We're peppered all over the place, yeah. like sprinkled throughout really the are. entire yeah. world <laughs> instead of all being like centralized to one region. So for the Fathom showings, it was mostly like pretty quiet theaters because there were so many of them all over the place. But with like the showing that you're doing Zay now for, like you said, it's this event that more people can come and share together. So I imagine there's gonna be something so special about having a room full of people who were at the great conjunction or who are now getting a piece of it. <laughs> having the, that moment that I just had in the theater but on a much grander scale because you're sharing it with other people who are also getting it, like that is going to be really awesome. The fact that you get to, you know, you're going to have that moment of seeing the film through new eyes as a family, (laughs) like that's going to be really cool. And then what special guests...
3: Can you can you say are going to be? So here? we've only announced Dave Barkley at the moment, um, which is which is you know which is a fantastic. We're very lucky because Dave, you know, usually resides in the states, but uh, he is English, but he you know he lives in the states. I think he lives in in California, but he is you know he happens to be in the UK, and uh, and I don't think he's going back to the states until um until the beginning of February. So great for us, and that he obviously sadly wasn't able to come to the the great conjunction so we we're able to celebrate with him the 40th anniversary as well which is really 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 nice and dave has is such a, an interesting person has incredible wealth of knowledge because he puppeteered he fabricated he he did animatronics he's done ev- you know he's done everything so i'm sure that there's and he was one of the first he was the first uk crew to come on board on the project. And, um, you know, obviously saw it right from early uh, concept, early concept all the way through until, you know, the finished product. So very, um, been really interesting. And I'd love, you know, if people have any questions that they'd like to us to ask Dave or, or things that particularly, you know, you'd like him to discuss with us, then please let us know, let you guys know. Tend to, you know whatever you want to communicate with us please do let us know if there's something you particularly want to know about the urskex or about you know making augur or whatever it is just yeah do tell us um and you know and any other kind of ideas for anything we uh, we'd absolutely love you know to hear from people Please please do another thing i'd like to ask the fans is obviously we've got the, the ballet to look forward to in the, the sort of the summer, uh, spring summer, which is very exciting. And, you know, do, you, do people want the Great Conjunction to do something? Do you want us to arrange a meetup? You know, is there something you'd like us to do in conjunction with the ballet? So for people that are flying over or coming over to see it, do you want some... You know, Q and A with the people that are involved. What What would you like to see, or would you just like to come and see the ballet and like just you know just tell us that that's good too? And then I'll just come <laughs> and enjoy the ballet. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, just enjoy it.
3: <laughs> but um, but yeah, I think probably we'll do some sort of fa- at least a fan meetup at a bar or something. You know, which would be uh, just Eddie wants to come, just come and have a chat and 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 yeah kind of see each other would be really nice but if you want more just got to tell us and we'll we'll see what we can do definitely
1: yeah so um like we'll definitely put that on the show show notes of uh where you can contact the great conjunction um with all the links that'll that'll all be there so you can definitely um yeah do that and yeah so and i know yeah that's the thing like yeah, next year it's going to be um 2023 is going to be sort of interesting yeah yeah for uh, chris like special with the ballet i think that's really the only sort of official dark crystal in you know that that's happening as we know so far so um but i know but i really hope um i you know from that great conjunction that happened back a month or so ago um that at least it's sort of you know hopefully it's sort of put a bit of attention to the henson company it's like hey you know we all love dark crystal we want more of this world we want more and more and more dark crystal so um that's that's the thing i ultimately like i i hope that you know um you know if the event had any part um of you know moving the franchise a bit forward uh, i think a big part of it would be (laughs) thanks to you as well as so
3: well yeah thanks to like you know thanks to all of us and thanks to the community for showing so much love for this you know for this film and for this franchise and and creating such you know a loving, comfortable, safe space for everyone, and I, I think that really was the feeling over the weekend. That everyone felt welcome, everyone felt relaxed, everyone felt, and and it was, a, and that was really nice to me to be able to, you know, to see Lisa and and Cheryl and and Heather just yeah wandering around talking to the community. And you're quite right there. I mean, if that doesn't show everyone <laughs> no. that was involved in Age of Resistance what we're all about and and how fierce we are as a fandom and, and how much we you know love the dark crystal i i don't really know what would <laughs> what, oh, more, yeah. what more can we do but i know yeah <laughs> but, but i'm grateful for anything for anything that we get whether it's more events whether it's more ballets whether it's just people meeting up and saying hey let's go and play some tabletop gaming whatever it is let's just let's just keep it going and uh, and let's see what the you know 45th anniversary brings oh, my goodness
1: yes <laughs> i'm
3: sure uh, i'm sure i'll start thinking about something <laughs> in the next yeah, couple of months got here. that in the work somewhere
1: yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> i've got some other handsome related projects that i'm working on at the moment one which i'll be able to reveal very soon Um, And some other exciting, exciting things. So certainly things that will involve the dark crystal for sure. So yeah, I'd love to hear from people. Yeah. What more, what more they want. Or they might say, do you know what we want? something fraggle rock come and come and talk to me if there's
1: any other Henson things you want to see or combine yeah 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 i mean especially fraggle rock um with the second season of that show um it just recently got renewed so yeah i think um everything at fraggle rock has been doing yeah pretty well um on apple tv so no it's just it's great to see all these different properties from henson company able to um yeah they've been thriving yeah just as well so yeah
2: So it's not like you uh, go into hibernation, you wrap yourself into a into a cocoon after one event is over and then we
3: don't hear from you again. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no,
0: yeah.
3: definitely not. I mean, when I'm doing one event, I'm still thinking, I'm already thinking about the next one. The day that I got back, I was already working on, you know, and I, I don't just obviously do Dark Crystal events. There's other events and stuff that I do as well. And I've, I've got another event, um... Which we haven't announced yet, which is completely different, but I'm really excited about, which uh yeah, hopefully we'll be, I'll be able to talk about soon. And maybe, you know, Dark Crystal fans might find that interesting as well. So yeah, lots, lots going on. Um and yeah, just gonna keep doing what we do and trying to, you know, create the the best fan experiences that
1: we can do really so no i I certainly can't wait to hear more for uh what you'll be doing next you know with tempscon and you know what future events that will be happening um so yeah we're just all very excited and um of course you know anything that you know uh that you announce you know we'll definitely post on our social medias as well um so no we're very much looking forward to yeah what the future brings um for you Zay. so
2: as we get further and further away from from the darkening and closer to, you know, having more things to celebrate because that's really just been the tone that that we've been living in during this, ever since the event has been like, I, I think the moment that summed it up the best for me was actually the closing ceremony on Sunday because we were all together in like in one room, like almost everybody at the convention all like crammed in one room together all the special guests and the team, all the crew up on that stage together, just having that moment of like, I just, I lo- I couldn't get over it. I was looking around at all the faces, like, look at us, look at all of us. Never, you know, in my entire childhood, did I think that this many other humans loved this as much as I did. And here we all are. And oh my God, look at who's behind me right now. <laughs> like <me>. <laughs> <laughs> um, That just I don't think I've come down from from the bubble of that moment because it's just like that was the perfect like summation of all the emotion of that entire weekend and so I'm I'm really glad that you were able to do that because it's again not to put comic-con on blast or anything because you know I still go every year I still enjoy going to (laughs) comic-con but like you don't you can't do something like that at comic-con you can't be like all right, let's get all of these millions of people who <laughs> are at this gigantic, you know, in the, to have dominion over San Diego, um, under it crammed in one room to just celebrate our mutual love of one thing, because nobody's there for just one thing at Comic-Con. It's just like this entire pop culture, like everybody under the sun is there, and it's absolute like nonstop chaos, <laughs> like Beatlemania you can't just, it's not as unifying because everybody's there for a different reason. And, you know, that's, that's fine and good, but it's not the same magic. I wouldn't even call it magic <laughs> in the same way yeah. <laughs> at all. Where, whereas that closing ceremony that we had on Sunday with all of us together, was just like, we're all here for the same reason. Like that's, that's beautiful. That's incredible.
1: Yeah, it yeah. Was, it... We're not all alone in in this, you know, loving the dark crystal. It's all, you know, together then, you know, yeah, all and, together. And
3: like, yeah. I just, I was, I was really umming and ahhing because I I just can't stand, like I get really nervous about any kind of public speaking and getting in front of like an audience. I'm not, you know, good at this sort of thing like you guys are and I get I get super nervous. So I kind of like grabbed Sydney and Sydney, you probably remember, I was like, just going to have to stand next to me and you're going to support <laughs> me through this right and just like we're, we're I was like we're doing this together you know like like Jen says you know together yeah and I kind yeah. of was like I needed I almost needed everyone to be on stage with me to kind of give me the courage but also like I I wanted it was really important to me to be the one to thank everyone because you know I really you know it it really meant a lot to me that everyone that had you know, bought tickets and come, come along, the guests that had come and flown all the way around the world, you know, for everyone that helped. And I know what it's like to, to crew an event where you're running around and you hardly get to see the person who organises it and you don't really feel appreciated. And now from the other side of it, being the organizer, I appreciate why, because there's so much going on so many moving components and I didn't get, I don't always get the opportunity to go and individually say to everyone, you know, are you okay? Thank you so much for what you're doing. And and and, and that only kind of happens afterwards, like we were saying about when we kind of decompress. So for me, you know, thinking about what, what it was like for me as a crew member, I thought well I would feel really appreciated if if someone brought me on the stage to say thank you with everyone else so I really wanted all of the crew to kind of to be there so I could thank them but also so that they could have their moment to be thanked by everyone you know the whole audience to give them a clap and to thank them because they everyone you guys everyone that volunteered all the staff my crew that came over from the UK uh, you know, all the guests that worked so hard to put together the workshops, to put together all the content with me. I couldn't have done it without everyone. So, and then probably about 10 minutes, it about 10, 15 minutes before the closing ceremony, I was like, I've got an idea. I really want to do this. And I'm like, right, right. And I was saying to the guests, I was like, Do you remember the prophecy? And half of them were like, What? <laughs> and I was like, The prophecy. <laughs> I was like, guys, we're gonna need to get it off on the big screen because some of the guests are a little bit rusty on the prophecy.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, and I just
3: thought, in my mind, I was like, Oh, wouldn't it be so cool if we all just said it together? Yeah. And I was like, I really hope this, this goes down as well as I think it is, and everyone just does it and says it and it's as magical as I hope and let everyone just, just sit there and, and I'm the only one saying it. <laughs> no.
2: I think <laughs> well, once everybody knew correct. what yeah. was happening and they saw it up on the screen they were like oh yeah that on it like <laughs> yeah. absolutely yeah like the the climax of the movie um, yeah. because when, when Agra says it at the end of the film that's you know and you're reminding me again like because that moment Zay like I think it played out exactly the way that I hope you hoped it for, because, because for me, it felt like it did in the moment because then watching the film for on the big screen a couple of weeks ago, When it got to the climax of the movie and Agra said it, I immediately got emotional. and was like, oh my God, this line is so much more important to me now because I flashed back to Sunday, (laughs) like immediately. I was like, when Agra said it, I was like, oh man, remember when we were all saying it together? (laughs) Ah." So yeah, the movie just became like so much more important and meaningful
3: after that. Yeah, it was, it really gave me goosebumps, even when I was thinking about it. And again, as a fan, I was like, oh my God, that would be just so cool. Because I think we all say it all the time. And I know I say it in my head all the time. So I just thought, yeah, it would be, it would be so, and it really was, it was electric. And we've got, you know, we've got footage and, and that's the other thing is, you know, everything from The Great Conjunction apart from um the workshops will be released for for people to see and we're you know we're kind of we're stretching out the celebrations as long as possible. So we're not going to give it, you know, all out at once. We are just going to kind of geek it out so that people can enjoy it and um and you know so so pretty much Everything will be made available as time goes on so that people can kind of see at least the highlights of things like the closing ceremony and the panels and stuff like that. So, you know, that is coming. It is on its way, but, you know, we're not going to rush to get it all out. We'd like to kind of, you know, spread out the joy and, and continue to kind of like watching a series one episode a week. We're, we're trying to stretch out the, the great conjunction enjoyment. Plus, <laughs> if you
2: released all the content at once, it'd be overwhelming. Well, Like, where do I start? Because with a series, at least you have them numbered one through ten or whatever. But with all of the <laughs> yeah, content like, from the <laughs> event, you'd be like, where do
3: I start? Like, you're like so. calling it calling in sick for work for like a week. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, yeah. I I've got, <laughs> I
1: think you know I've got COVID. I can't commit. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, they will be the same here at by So Like, yeah, we're so, I know we've still got yeah a fair bit of coverage from the Great Conjunction that. Uh, that will definitely come down track as well. And, and yeah, just as we continue to celebrate the dark crystal and, uh, yeah, so, you know, we'll see what the future brings for the franchise. Um, but yeah, I think we'll have to wrap it up, but, um, yeah, I just want to say, you know, thank you for being on the show and, and thanks for everything you've done for the great conjunction and, uh, for letting us be a part of it, you know, part of the celebration and being involved with the great conjunction um we certainly all had a blast on the weekend with sydney and i and, and james and jamie as well um being th- involved throughout the weekend so it was just a, a weekend we we won't be forgetting so yeah such a memorable uh time and yeah so thank you so much to say
3: oh well yes a big thank you to you guys too absolutely um my dream team jamie james as well I, I couldn't have done it without you guys. And, you know, having us all together in the, ta- the same time zone, I think, you know, you guys have touching it before, was was amazing. And I and, and definitely one of the highlights of the weekend was getting to, you know, I've met Sydney before, but getting to to see you again, Sid and Phil seeing you in real life and being stood. We were like stood in a circle. I'm like, you know that we're all stood in the same place, right? Yeah, I know, yeah. This is yeah. so, you know, and it, again, it was just, it was heartbreaking and emotional leaving you guys. And I think
1: and our, us, you know, yeah, separating and
3: going our separate ways was really hard. But at the same time, it's like we've got these incredible memories and this incredible shared experience. And, you know, thanks to technology, we can do stuff like this and, and just look forward to planning the next time. So, yeah, big thank you to you guys and, and the community. I mean,
2: we we would do it. If nobody was listening, we'd still be shouting from the rooftops about how how much yeah. we love this entire world. But yeah. thankfully, now we know that we're we're not alone, and that there are other people who are as as much in love with it as we are. To the point that they'll stand in a room together and recite lines from it mm. in unison. <laughs> and, yeah. and I really hope that you have um, a really good turnout for the your showing. Um, is that going to be, tell us um, all the details about it. Like where can people, you know, are they going to buy tickets for it?
3: When do they need to be there? Like just, yes. yeah. Uh, so uh, the tickets, tickets are available now. It's the tw- Saturday, the 28th of January. So end of January, uh, kicking off at about two o'clock. So we've got the showing of the Dark Crystal. Then we're going to do our Q and A panels. Then people can come out a bit of mingling. We've got some merchandise for sale. And then afterwards, we've kind of got an informal drinks, dinner, whatever you like. So we've got a place booked just down the road. Um, So if people want to continue partying on and chatting, want to make an evening of it, then great. Well, you know, I'll be there till, till, you know, I'm just sat there on my own talking about Dark Crystal. (laughs) (laughs) So, but I think, you know, it sounds like, uh, Jamie, James, Tobias, Mandy, Hannah, Fran. Hopefully, you know Joe. Hopefully, as many of the the Dark Crystal community will be there as possible. And yeah, but the tickets are selling quick. I think the front row and the back row went pretty quickly. The middle seats are now starting to go. We've only got um, I think it's only two hundred tickets available. So, so it's go, not go, loads. Go. And yeah, and they are sort of selling quite quickly. But yeah, come and join us for that. Get the tickets online. So if you go on our website, there's links. If you go on our Instagram, there's a link. If you go on our Facebook, there's a link. If you go on our Twitter, the links are everywhere. But as always, if you're not sure, go to our website and all the information is there. I would suggest having a good look at the the website. So it's under, I think it's Dark Crystal 40th Screening. And it tells you all about like, Dress code because if you want to dress up, you can. You can cosplay or you can come in '80s clothing. We're having a bit of an '80s theme. I've got a few surprises in store for that, just to kind of, you know, make people feel like we're back there 40 years ago.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the
3: nostalgia, going. We love a bit of nostalgia, and uh, yeah, and all the information on parking accessibility. So there's like this free parking. There's a train station opposite the venue, which has incredible train links. You can get to London in like 35 minutes. So um, although people are like, oh, you know, it's it's down south, it's Oxfordshire. Why Oxfordshire? Well, firstly, because it's down the road from me, so it's convenient. But secondly, because you've got great parking, um, loads of disabled parking, the accessibility at the venue is great. They've got a hearing loop and everything, so everyone can come. And um, really, really fantastic facility. And if you are getting the train, your five minute walk away, um, or if you don't want to walk the five minutes, you know, there's there's a free bus, like a cheap bus service as well. So lots of easy ways to come and join us. And it would be just just great to see as many people as possible.
1: So of course, yeah, I think for all that, you can go to thegreatconjunction.com. And like you said on your front page, that there's a, a book now button that you can just press to get more information um, about the the event um but yeah we'll put that in the show notes as well uh for those that are you know any area that yeah want to go see dark crystal on the big screen um and yeah it should be really uh sounds like to be a very fun fun, fun time that's for you sure i'll so. we'll have
3: to get you guys like yep. live streaming on a mobile phone and i'll sit you on
1: the, I know, yeah. I'll sit you on
3: the seat next to me <laughs> yeah yeah my little yeah, robot yeah. With a, with a screen head, just having you guys there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the trial by stone right. iPod.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. Make that happen. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, iPad.
1: All right, cool. But yeah, excellent. But no, so, uh, yeah, thanks for being on the show. And yeah, we'll, um, yeah, yeah, more than welcome to be back on, you know, for future shows. And yeah, we've, right um, any, i will i'll take you off, that you on off yeah. when
3: i've got some more yeah. <laughs> stuff to to talk about some more exciting things i will definitely be nagging you to come back on for sure we're always ready
2: <laughs> we're always ready
3: <laughs> awesome
1: if you'd like to get in contact with the show you can do so at darkcrystalpodcast at gmail.com You can also like us on Facebook, follow on Twitter and Instagram, and subscribe on YouTube. If you'd like to know more about the podcast, visit our website at www.darkcrystalpodcast.com. Thank you so much and stay tuned for the next episode of Trial by Stone.